Come one, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Finally, a show not about true crime. It's David and Michael Story Time. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Story Time. I'm David Miller. And I'm Michael Santel, and today we embark on our very last Viking longboat to finish <laughs> up Norse mythology part four. Five. That's it. It's we're here. We're here. We haven't recorded anything yet, so I don't know what you're gonna call this episode. Yeah. I just know it's the we did part four. Oh, man. I so don't know now we're part five. Five and goodbye. That's definitely five and goodbye. Absolutely not. That's the name of the name, name of the episode. Totally a possibility. Five and goodbye. Absolutely something that could potentially happen. So what are we doing today, David? Uh, today we have kind of a few, actually technically four separate myths or stories, like as far as this book puts them. Okay. Again, this book, The Norse Myths by Kevin Crossley Holland. Thank you, Mr. Crossley. <laughs> uh, but um, it's it's four chapters or whatever, four stories, um, but I'm kind of looking at it as like two pairs of stories that all sort of together are the end times of the Norse myths. Armageddon, known as Ragnarok. Correct. One of them is called Ragnarok. The, oh, okay. The last of the stories is called Ragnarok, yes. The last two stories, though. Well, the, no, the last of the four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I'll split it into the two parts, like the two, I guess, pairs. Yeah. And you can make your predictions based on sort of the pairings. Oh, okay. Unless you want to go, like, no, part by part. No, no, no. I like this. I like this pairs. I like things in pairs. Okay. So, uh, uh, the first bit we have is going to be Baldur's Dreams and the Death of Baldur. Okay! <laughs> so, uh, predictions. Uh -huh. Do we have a sting for predictions? No. We really gotta yeah, get no, we one. we should get one. It's gonna be the same as lessons, but just predictions. Mm -hmm. Predictions! <laughs> or no, how would we do it? We'd do it like... P -p -p predictions Uh, predictions. Predictions. Like, something like that. Oh. Like a robot saying. <laughs> or maybe it would sound all psychically like, predictions. Ooh, predictions. Yeah, so we'll do it like that on the count of three. One, two, three. Predictions. Predictions. No, not like that. It's going to be like an echo. I get it. We'll There's have a couple of them. We got to talk to Scott. Okay. <laughs> I think that Balder has a dream about his death. Okay. I think he like straight up knows his death is coming. <laughs> Would you have guessed that if the second part wasn't the death of Balder? No, not yeah. at all. No. Your context clues gave it away. Yeah. Uh, I think he dies uh, yeah, okay. uh, by an accident, but he knows it's an accident. But, like, he still, like, the accident still happens. Okay. Um, and there is a talking <laughs> farm animal or an animal that lives near a farm. Okay. I want to say goat, but I know if I'm too specific, I might get it wrong. Okay, but goat is a fine guess. And Balder yeah. is a You're guard. Of some sort. Do you sort. remember who Balder is? No. Who's Balder? Do I get context clues? Who's Balder? We've talked about Balder. I know we've talked he, about him. He hasn't him. really been in many of the stories. No, uh, not in a was long in, time. In the one with Scatty, uh, the the marriage of Scatty and uh, that was the story about the the the, the goat, right? That's where Loki does his stand up yes, that's comedy. Where Loki does his stand up. What comedy. does Balder do in that one? Uh, she wanted to marry Balder, and then he she had to pick him by their feet. And so she picked the prettiest feet, oh. thinking it'd be 
Calder because he it was so pretty. I the, forgot is the fairest and greatest of the gods. Every, he's everyone's favorite. He's the foot job guy. Everybody loved. No, his feet weren't the best. Right, I know, but like once he gets going with them, oh, they yeah, are yeah, the, I mean, they're best. the most talented. They have for the sure. best feet. Yeah, uh, but he is he is everyone's favorite god. He is the the fairest, the prettiest, the the best, the best, the best. He is the best dude. He is the best of the best? Yes. You're telling me he's on the American Karate Team you in the it. movie The Best of the Best? You know it. Where they have to fight the Japanese team? Yes. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, he's that guy. Okay, great. Tell me more about this Balder fellow. Okay, great. So, uh, those were your predictions. Yes. Right. Oh! You said that he was a guard. He's not a guard. He's He uh, guards prettiness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was right. <laughs> Alright. So, Balder was lying fitfully, trying to get to sleep. Um, but he was having trouble getting to sleep, and he couldn't quite shake like a dark, foreboding feeling. Oh, he needs some melatonin. That it was, was like, like, right like out. fear, like this like deep fear that he couldn't quite place. It kept saying that he was like trying to like call the images forward in his mind so that he could like call them out and be like, ah, I can I can figure out what I'm feeling and afraid of. But right he couldn't now. figure out what he was but feeling. But they were just eluding his Ooh, mental his grasp. His feelings yeah. betray him. Yeah. As soon as he finally did fall asleep, his quote ghastly skull guests crept forward. Oh no! Isn't that fucking rad? I love how it said that. So they were there the whole time. He knew they, a like dark these, presence was these, there. These images in his mind. Yeah. Uh, they crept forward and tried to snuff him out and he woke with a shout. Okay. So he tried his, to dream his kill His nightmare him. was that these things that he's afraid of but he can't quite see what they are are coming to basically smother him. Yeah, but you can't dream kill somebody. You can't die in your dreams. And he woke afraid. Okay. He felt fearful, exposed, and doomed. He must have been naked. <laughs> he knocked off all his blankets. He was just naked and afraid. So all of the gods get together and try to figure out what this means. This is an all-hands-on-deck yes. god meeting. Yes. Everyone is worried about this. Also, everyone thinks to themselves, like, Baldur's the best of everyone he doesn't deserve to have nightmares like this. Yeah, Loki can have these fucking nightmares. Yeah. I don't give a shit we about him. We don't want to worry him. So everyone is there trying to figure it out, but no one could really figure out what this meant. So Odin himself is like, I'll figure this out. Do you think Thor was like, I'll hit it with my hammer and see if anything's and in there? Like, like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Odin's like, I'm going to figure this out. He mounts Sleipnir and sets out four. Niflheim. Yeah, Niflheim! The, the underworld sort of area. We dig Niflheim. He comes to Hell's Hall. Hell's Hall! Let me read this post-it here. Sure. Post-it number one. He peered into the hall, into Hell's Hall, right? It was packed out with the dead and gleaming with gold rings and gold ornaments. And then led Sleepnir around to the east door, near which a seeress was buried. What's a seeress? A seeress, like a seer, like a, oh, like a, okay. like a soothsayer. Uh, but a female one. Oh, apparently. oh, okay. Cirrus was buried. Odin stood beside her mound and fixed his one glittering eye upon it. Then he began to use charms, and in the gloom, the pale specter of the Cirrus rose out of the earth and loomed over him. And he's like, "Heart, stars, and horseshoes, clovers, and yeah. moons. I raise you from the dead. <laughs> now tell me what's going on." Yeah. And tell me who is doomed. And she's hey. like, she's like, that does not rhyme. Yeah, you could have said who is doomed. Mm. And then the, there's I don't no know one. yet. I don't know. It's Baldemir. Yeah. <laughs> Baldemir. 
Who, she moaned, who is the stranger who forces me up and unearths me to sorrows? Snow has settled on me, rain has lashed me, dew has seeped through me, I have long been dead. Ooh, she's done the dew. She does the dew. She's like, who the fuck is disturbing me? It is me, no other than Odin, the one-eyed glimmery man. No. He lies. He's a liar. He's, remember, he always like has his hat down and he doesn't want people to recognize him? Yeah, he's a little bit like, he sort of travels the world a little bit like the Undertaker. He tries to live like the Prince and the Pauper every day. Yeah. A story we haven't we done. have not done. We you should done. do that story for me. My name is Vegtam the Wanderer. Silly Vegtam. Said, and I am Valtam's son. He even gave himself some backstory. He's just a liar. He just loves doing improv characters. Give me news of hell. I have traveled already through the other worlds. Why are gold rings strewn along the benches in Hell's Hall? And why is the whole place decorated with gold? Who are you expecting? Ooh. The shining mead, said the Cirrus, is brewed for Balder. A shield covers the cauldron. For all their glory, the gods will be filled with despair. I was unwilling to speak, and I will say no more now. You've said a lot already, like... Cirrus, you must stay, Odin said. You must answer all that I ask. Who will slay Baldur and drain the lifeblood of Odin's son? Blind Hod will carry a... I'm not gonna tell anymore, but I heard Blind Hod... <laughs> Blind Hod will carry a fatal branch. He will slay Baldur and drain the lifeblood of Odin's son. I was unwilling to speak, and I will say no more I'm now. not gonna talk anymore. <laughs> I'm not a gossiper. I just wanna go back to my so bed. So he says again, you must stay. Answer all I ask. Who will take vengeance on Hod? Who will carry Baldur's slayer to the pyre? Rind will lie with Odin, <laughs> said the Cirrus, and their son will be Valley, born in Vestralir, the Western Hall. He will take vengeance when he was only one night old. He will not wash his hands nor comb his hair before he has carried Baldur's Slayer to the pyre. I was unwilling to But speak. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> a Cossiper. I don't want people to think that this is what I do all day. And I will say no more now. You must answer all I ask. Who are the maidens who will keen then and toss their scarves up against the sky? You are not Vegtam. <laughs> said the series. Which means there is a Vegtam somewhere. Like, she's ran into Vegtam like, before. Vegtam wouldn't know about that. Vegtam only asks two questions, never three. You are not Vegtam as I believe you to be. You are Odin, the magician oldest time. And you are no Cirrus, Odin said, nor are you wise. You are the mother of three monsters. Ride home, Odin, and boast about your skills. Everyone's a liar down here. Everyone's just mad. Hell is just filled with liars. Her voice was rising and gloating. No one will raise me again until Loki breaks free from his fetters and all the forces of darkness gather before Ragnarok. Ooh, the prediction of Ragnarok. The specter, pale and gleaming, began to ooze and to sink back into her grave. Then Odin turned away. He mounted Sleipnir with a heavy heart. Ooh, because now he knows what's going to happen. The end. Wait, that was the whole story? Well, no, that's the part one. That's oh. the part one of Baldur's. That's Baldur's, <laughs> that's Baldur's dreams. And then there's the death of Baldur. Okay, just a, just a real quick lesson? Uh, let's do lessons after the death of Baldur. Okay. Cause then what can... if I forget? Do you want to do them now? Just a mini lesson. All right, let's do them now. Let's do a mini lessons. Uh, uh, I've learned that... Uh, don't trust dead people. <laughs> that was it. That's all I wanted to say. They're dead. They have nothing to lose. You yeah. just can't trust them. Also, if a good person has a bad dream, something's up. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad omen. You gotta keep going. <laughs> all right, part two Great. of our first set of books. Here we go. The death... Love the length of that story, David. Yeah. Real happy with Real it. Yeah. The death of Baldur. This one's slightly longer. Okay, but this is the next one, right? So he has that information. He went back yes. home. Yes, so Odin mounted the, the horse... Sleep near. And I thought came. it was a bird. No, it was a horse with like eight legs. Oh, okay. But he can fly. Because he's so fast. Yeah. 
Uh, so Odin returned home with a heavy heart. So, all the gads... <laughs> all the gads! <laughs> all the gads and the gals. Uh, all the gods gathered to discuss how to save Baldur. Um, together... Chunk! That's Odin putting down his heavy heart. So, yes. So, he comes in and he's like, here's the deal. Baldur is expected to die. Yeah, by a branch! So, uh, yes. Blind Hod will carry a fatal branch, is what it said. So... They together thought of all of the ways that someone could die. Basically, all of the... They literally named each earth thing, sea thing, and sky thing. Love this. There's just like a list yes. on the wall, and yes. they're like, and uh, like well, A giant sea serpent! That goes uh, in ocean! That goes in ocean, yeah. Uh, a, a sky serpent! Okay, well, okay. Lancer! Okay, guys, we get serpents are involved here. Serpents are what are other ways? So they, they write Maybe down... Maybe a knife, sir! Yes, a knife! That's a good that's idea. That's an earth thing. That's an earth thing. What if it's in the air? Okay, okay well, that's it. What about a sea knife? All right, we get it. Right, Knives can work in all the different avenues. We get it. I hope that the Norse gods had like sketch comedy i just like the idea of them writing like huge lists yeah. on the wall i i, I want to see the viking that tries the sketch of this scene this is a great like, scene this is a big scene in like their religion it's a group the, game yeah. everyone's involved <laughs> um, so they took down every uh, earth thing sea thing and sky thing that could cause sudden death okay and once they had their whole list and they were all confident we got everything Baldur's mother frigg yeah she traveled all the nine worlds Visiting everything on this list and making them all swear an oath that they would never harm Baldur. She went to the Earth Serpent. She's like, hey, don't hurt my son. They're like, we're not yeah. going to hurt your son. She went to the Sky Serpents. Yo, what did I say? They know it. Then the yeah. Sea Serpents. To this extent, fire swore an oath. Water swore an oath. Iron and every other kind of metal swore an oath. The stones swore oaths. Nothing could stay Frigg from her mission or resist her sweet troubled persuasion. Earth swore an oath. The trees swore oaths. Each kind of illness swore an oath. Baldur's mother was untiring and painstaking. All the animals swore an oath, and so did every sidling snake, which are different than animals. I guess they're different, <laughs> but they are serpents. I'm glad that she yeah. did talk to the serpent. Then the gods and goddesses met again, and Frigg satisfied them that she had done as they asked, and nothing in creation would harm Baldur. I talked to the cancer. I talked to the AIDS. I yeah. talked to them all. Nothing's going to hurt us. We should put it to the test, they said, and one picked up a pebble and lobbed it so that it landed right on Baldur's head. Whatever power that small stone had, it withheld it. <laughs> Baldur did not Come on, guys! I left, come I left, on! I left a dramatic pause in case, you know, okay. Uh, Baldur did not even know the pebble had struck him. I couldn't feel it at all. Yeah, okay, great. So he's immune to pebbles now. Yeah. So, carrying on with life as usual... Did the pebble, like, as the pebble was hitting his head, he's like, Slow down! Slow down! Don't do anything! Yeah, yeah the pebble, like, got there and was like, Whoa, this is Baldur! Yeah. <laughs> like, hovered for a second and then fell. Yeah. Uh, so, carrying on as usual, like, think of this as, like, kind of the smash cut where now it's a black screen and it goes, like, some months later. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, okay. Life has gone on. Yeah, they forgot. They, they've gone on confident in that nothing will hurt Baldur, so we're Baldur's walking fine. around, whistling... Okay. Nothing can kill me. So often the gods would meet in Gladsheim, and actually it says the the gods would meet in Gladsheim and the goddesses in Vingolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they got, got separate halls. Yeah, men are from Mars, ladies are from Venus. Um, uh, they would meet to discuss the feats and fates of heroic men in Midgard. Okay, they're yeah. like, yo, have you seen yo, these I, guys' feats? Hey, they're I pretty good about, feet. Uh, they're very nice looking. I would marry that feet. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, have you heard about so-and-so the red and so-and-so the brave? Sure. And like whatever, whatever, right? Uh, so after these meetings, they'd often kind of, I've kind of like summarized it here, they'd kind of just like hang out together. Yeah. 
They'd like have their meeting and be like, all right, so what do you want? You guys want to get some drinks? Uh, get some pizza? Like, what's going on? Right, yeah, they had right? some pizza. Um, they'd often be joined by a quote, jostling throng. So, like, people would come by and be like, hey, this is hey the guys are drinking! It's, time to hang out now. it's game day! They're done with their time and now it's hangout time. So, there'd be gossiping and everyone would be eager for entertainment. Ooh, uh, you should have Loki get up there. He's got this He's crazy got this great, story. He's got a great bit. <laughs> Uh, it was not long before the gods thought they should check Baldur's safety again. They could not resist the sport. One tossed a pebble at him and it struck him on the cheekbone. Another aimed a stick and hit him on the chest. I could not feel them at all. I so couldn't feel anything. <laughs> to be fair, he has been drinking heavily yeah. at this point. Then the gods laughed and tried other tests. One thing led to another and soon they became very bold. They made Baldur stand against the wall as a target. Some threw darts with wicked points at him and the darts bounced off him and fell at his feet. Even the darts agreed not to pierce him. Some brought in stones and hurled them at him. The rest struck at him with axes and slashed at him with swords and tempered metal would not scathe Baldur. It tickles. I don't even feel it. It wouldn't even graze him. The fairest and most gentle of the gods became the butt of the most violent assaults they did not harm him everyone present enjoyed the new game hugely and all rejoiced that it was impossible to hurt him what a fun game we've discovered all except loki oh no what did loki do the sly one watched with distaste and impatience trouble and suffering were meat and drink to him and it sickened him to see that balder was immune from every kind of attack this grudge grew in him day by day and began to consume him. He refused to take part in the games, and yet he was unable to keep away. Ooh. His hatred is getting up there to a tent. So he hates that Baldur can't be hurt. So he sneaks away at one point when they're all having their sport and doing their thing, and he shapeshifts, he changes, into an old woman. Okay? Okay. He then goes to Frigg's... He's gonna curse him with old age. He goes to Frigg's Hall. Okay. Okay, Baldur's mother. Uh, who went around and got all these things to swear oaths. Yeah. Um, and he uh, pretends like not to know what's going on. To like, have like been an old woman who like stumbled here into Asgard. And like, oh, what's going on? What's, what's happening, happening here? Uh, who are you? And where am I? And all that kind of shit. Um, so this is the old woman speaking. It's a long way from home, observed the old woman. And I'm not sure it's been worth coming. I can't tell the difference. It just sounds like you're talking, David. I know, I know. I passed a place some way back. What a noise. I couldn't get anyone to listen, and the people were all stoning one man. Poor man. He had a white face, so white, shining hair, one against all. Yes, I didn't know that sort of thing went on in Asgard. Oh no, and Frigg is not going to be happy about this. Frigg smiled faintly and thought it was wise to wait until the old woman had had her say. Okay, okay. I didn't stay long. I never did like stonings. Who would have thought it? So far to have come, and then it's much the same. He hadn't got long, poor man. He'll be dead now, yes. I love that she, she's, once you've seen a stoning, you've seen them all. She doesn't much care for I've done a couple of them, they get boring, it's very gooey. As the old woman rambled on, it seemed she had quite forgotten that she was in company. But now she shook her head fiercely and glared at Frigg. Remember, this is Loki, so he's just pretending to like be He loves doing characters. Uh, uh, what was going on then? Do you know? know why they were stoning him? Frigg told the old woman that what she had seen was not a stoning, but a host of gods and goddesses sporting with her own son. My son cannot be killed by anything. <laughs> this is a fun game they play, and I'm fine with it because I know they can't. he can't get hurt. What kind of magic is that then? Asked the old woman. Promise magic. She had the makings of a mustache, and it was twitching in a rather disturbing way. Ooh, old lady mustache. Nothing will hurt Balder, replied Frigg. No metal will harm him. No wood will wound him. I've taken an oath from everything. Everything? Yep, sea serpents, land serpents, snakes. 
Even a pinch of salt, I suppose. I talked to the salt. The salt's totally fine. Frigg began to fear, ir- feel irritated with this wearisome crone. She shrugged as if she was trying to get rid of her. You really mean that everything has sworn an oath that it will not injure Balder? Everything, said Frigg dismissively. Everything except the little bush that grows west of Valhalla, the mistletoe. That's so young, I didn't bother with it. Mistletoe! The old woman grunted. Well, you've given me the time of day, she said. You've given me the time of day, yes. I'll be getting along now. How did she miss the mistletoe book? Or did the mistletoe was just she like... She said it was so young, I didn't bother with it. Oh, okay. It was it's just a like, young little it's sprig. It's like, we have a bush! Yeah. Uh, so Loki went back in through Asgard to the west part to a little grove where everyone's still, like, doing their thing. No one sees where he's going. He found a small sprig of mistletoe growing out of the trunk of an oak tree. I picture him walking through Asgard, and as he does so, you see, like, people, like, running with axes and be like, ah! Yeah. Like, like, running, <laughs> just running. And, and then you hear a big cheer. Yeah, yeah, and just, then you hear, there's, there's a thud, and then a silence, and you hear... No! no, I didn't hear it. I yeah. didn't feel it either. You just—you see him keep walking, like a catapult goes by. Like he just keeps saying your bear. Lightning bolts. Light lions come running by. Yeah, awesome. And he's just like, oh, da, 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 da. so he grabs the uh, the the sprig of mistletoe and he's uh, walking back with it and he's kind of picking at it and he makes a, a long branch of it about as long as his forearm. Okay, and that's a big that's a big mistletoe uh-huh. and he sharpens it. Yeah. Okay. The gathering in Gladsheim was so caught up in the game they were playing that no one was aware Loki had gone and no one noticed he'd come back again. The sly one looked around. He smiled when he saw that Frigg had joined the company. His lips tightened and his eyes narrowed as he watched Blind Hod, Baldur's brother, standing a little aside as usual. Pathetic in his slow, fumbling movements, and when Loki... Alright, be nice, okay? He's blind, okay? (laughs) And when Loki saw that many of the gods were once again hurling darts at the long-suffering Baldur, he doubled up. For a moment, his whole body was convulsed, as if in laughter or terrible pain. Oh my! He's God. like got crazy mischief going on. Yeah, he's, like he's so much so he's like he can't. He's filled with it. rage. It's not even rage. It's like pent up. He he's he's gonna cause so much trouble. He's so excited about the trouble he's about to make. That Lord of Chaos thing. Yeah. Like he's there's not enough chaos. This joyful. You know how like when the much. Joker like when the Joker laughs at in when he's doing shit to Batman and he like is legitimately doubled up with laughter because yeah. he so can't contain how excited he is about this mischief. Then he gets to fuck with Batman. That's fucking Loki. Okay. Yeah. A servant hurried Some up... Some men just want to watch the world get punk with sticks. Yeah. A servant hurried up and offered Loki wine. Loki drained the cup in one draft and then sauntered across the spacious hall behind the semicircle of the gods and their followers. He sidled up to Hod and poked him in the ribs. Ow! That can only be Loki, said Hod. None other, said a voice in his ear. Oh, he knew. Well... Why don't you join in? Why aren't you throwing darts at your brother? Because I can't see where he is, said Han. <laughs> oh, Han, you and your blind humor. Loki sucked his cheeks. You know that, you know that last yeah. time? Yeah. Ah. You know, I can't, now I can't do it. With <laughs> I was going to say. I, I, I failed three different sounds. Yeah. He made like, like, a, like yeah. a click noise out of it? I'm not, I'm, yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, another thing, said Hod. I have no weapon. Oh, I didn't bring a weapon. Oh, the blind guy doesn't usually get a weapon. He has a stick, of course. Do he have a stick of some? He probably has a stick. Or a dog. He can stick his dog he on should. him. He should. This is not as it should be, said Loki with measured indignation. They do wrong to ignore you. And you, his brother. And you, his brother of all people. Pod's expression did not alter. He had long since learned to accept his fate. 
Nothing I'm, comes, he said, of rankling resentment. And then look, he's just like... Hod's words were drowned in a roar of laughter. Ah! What was that, he asked. Only more of the same, said Loki, a dart well aimed. But now it's your turn, Hod. You should pay your respects to Balder like everyone else. I have no weapon, said Hod. Take this twig, then, Take said Loki. Take this twig I made. And he put a sharpened mistletoe between Hod's hands. I'll show you where he's standing. I'll stand behind you and guide your hand. Loki's eyes were on fire now. His whole body was on fire. He's so excited. His face was ravaged by wolfish evil and hunger. He grasped the mistletoe and lifted his right... Oh, Hod grasped the mistletoe and lifted his right arm. Guided by Loki, he aimed the dart at his brother Balder. The mistletoe flew through the hall and it struck Balder. It pierced him and passed right through him. The god, oh, no! The god fell on his face. He was dead. It went clean through him! There was no sound in Gladsheim. No sound, only the roaring of silence. The gods could not speak. They looked at the fairest and most wise of them all, shining and lifeless, and they could not even move from where they stood to lift him. The gods stared at each other, and then they turned to stare at Hod and Loki. They had no doubt. They were all of one mind about who would cause Baldur's death, and yet none of them were able to take vengeance. The ground of Gladsheim was hallowed, and no one was ready to shed blood in the sanctuary. But Loki just shed blood! It wasn't Loki. It, they don't blame Loki? Even well, they blame him, but technically he didn't throw the stick. He was the one who guided it! He, he didn't... He guided Hod's hand. Bull, if you're the missile-guidance system... And Hod, who did throw the thing, didn't know that it was going to kill him. This is a weird yeah. loophole, David! Yeah, yeah. Hod could not see the fearsome gaze of that gathering. Loki could not withstand it. He loped towards the doors was, of was Gladsheim. He, was he laughing still? Why did everyone get so quiet? And slunk <laughs> away into the darkness. Then the terrible silence was broken. One goddess began to weep, seized by wild grief, and the weeping of one unlocked the floodgates of them all. When they tried to speak, they found they could uh, not tell their grief, and their words were choked with tears. Yeah. Odin himself was there, and, of all the gods and goddesses, he was the most deeply afflicted. He best understood that this was the greatest evil ever sustained by gods and men, and foresaw what loss and sorrow would follow in the wake of his son's death. So... Loki has snuck away by this point. Yeah, he slinked into the shadows. Yeah. Is he happy with what he did? He is happy because he's, like, watching everything. He's. I'm, I'm assuming he's at least fine with it. Yeah, this is what he, he knew. He did it on purpose. He did this on purpose. Yeah. Frigg asked if someone would go to hell and bring him back. She's basically like, who's who wants to win my favor? Who's going to be brave and go to hell and bring back Baldur? Odin can do it. Odin's son, Hermid volunteered. And Hermit, you really should speak up more. We forget about <laughs> you all the time. He was given Sleipnir and, uh, uh, for the journey. Um, so the gods couldn't sleep. They kept vigil in Gladsheim. Um, they brought, uh, like, all night. They then brought his body to the sea in the morning and laid him besides Ringhorn, his boat. Okay, mm, They're gonna burn him. They wanted to build his pyre in the boat, but were so exhausted by their grief that they couldn't move it. It's a huge boat. Yeah. You gotta put it on those, like, rollers, like those logs, and, yep. like, roll it in. They, they couldn't do that. They were too tired from all their grief. So they sent um, a messenger for the giantess Hirokin mm -hmm. uh, to help. Uh, Hirokin, fun fact, rode a, when she showed up, rode a wolf with vipers for reins. Snake vipers? Yeah. The, the vipers just, like, bit into the wolf and yeah. she was like, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, that wolf is also immune to viper bites. And then when they got there, she dismounted the wolf and goes to, like, deal with the boat. So Odin summons four berserks to watch the wolf. I imagine a berserk is like a Viking warrior. You know, like those Viking warriors that are, like, the hardcore ones? Yeah. Maybe even these are ones that, like, have died and are in Valhalla or whatever. You sure. You know what I mean? Like, um, 
so he summoned four berserks to watch the wolf. They tried to like keep it there, and it they couldn't control it. It was pulling them everywhere. So they killed it. What? They killed that special <laughs> yeah. wolf? That will not be dealt with. That I... is literally just a thing that happens, and they just move on. Okay. okay. Poor wolf. Yeah. I picture the wolf as well, like a huge wolf. Yeah. Well, big enough for a giantess, a giantess to man. ride as a horse. Poor wolf. Hirokin put the boat onto the rollers and into the water with such force that the rollers caught fire. Wow, she did it real fast. Thor got pissed at that. Because she, she, all of a sudden she was like showing up Thor. Also, it's a giant, so... And he's got issues. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's a giant supremacist. Enough, shouted Thor. His fingers closed around his hammer and he felt his old strength surging back into him. Hirokin looked at Thor scornfully. Enough, repeated Thor. I'll teach you respect. But Odin and several other gods hurried to Thor's side and restrained him. They took his arm and reminded him, She's here at our bidding. <laughs> I'll crack her skull, muttered Thor. Thor, calm down, okay? We invited her. It would be wrong to injure her, said the gods. Leave her, ignore her. And slowly Thor's volcanic anger subsided inside him. He kicked at the sand, causing a sandstorm, and walked up and down. Caused a sandstorm, yeah. he was so upset. Didn't yeah. have enough energy to move the boat, but had enough to cause a sandstorm. Baldur's wife, Nana... Ooh, what if the sandstorm was the song Sandstorm? Ooh. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> Kick the sand and something. So, um, among those watching all of this going on and watching them prepare the pyre and everything. Two scared viper snakes going, hey, don't go yeah, out there, you're gonna get murdered. Uh, Baldur's wife, Nana, was there. Nana. She was so sad, she couldn't even cry anymore. Ooh, that's the real sad. Her heart broke, and she died. Oh my god! So they put her in the boat next to Baldur. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so there's Baldur, there's that dead lady, there's a dead wolf that they obviously are hiding. But the, yeah, they don't put that. Alright. Uh, the court... The cortege? Cortege? Yeah, cortege. That's how I would say that. Uh, cortege? Oh, it's, maybe it's cortege. I like cortege. Uh, the cortege had swollen to a vast gathering. Odin was there, his ravens, thought and memory, perched on his shoulders. Remember, Hunan and Munin? Uh-huh. Uh, Frigg accompanied him, and so did the Valkyries, Shaker and Mist, Axe Time and Raging, Warrior and Might, Shrieking, host... One of the One of them is named Warrior. No, Warrior and Might. That's its full name? First name, Warrior, Mil Shaker and Mist, comma... Axe time and raging, comma. Okay. Warrior and might, comma. Jeez Louise. Shrieking, okay. comma. Okay. Host fetter and screaming, comma. Spear bearer, comma. Shield bearer, comma. Wrecker of planes. <laughs> <laughs> All those beautiful maidens, choosers of the slain, stood grouped around the father of battle. Freyr had come to the cremation in his chariot, drawn by Gullin Bursty, the gold-bristled boar fashioned for him by the dwarfs Brock and Eitri. I love Brock. We learned about that, like, in the second episode. Yeah, that's a yeah. long time ago. Heimdall had ridden out of Asgard on his mount, Gold Tuft, mm. and Freyja sat in her chariots, drawn by cats. Ooh! The elves were there, the dwarves were there, and hundreds of frost giants and rock giants were there, too. A great gang who had followed... Why were they allowed? A great gang who had followed Hirokin out of Jotunheim. Oh, okay. That was a vast concourse, a mingling of mourners and the merely, merely curious on the foreshore, scuffling the strip of the sand that never wholly belongs to earth or sea. Oh, okay. The seabirds rose and wheeled and dipped, screaming, the sea sobbed, and everyone there watched the ritual on Ringhorn. Can you hear the birds? Let me listen. 
They're screaming. Then many treasures were laid within Ringhorn. Oh, they also they made the pyre. They built the pyre. Right. They put it up next to Balder. Uh, then many treasures were laid within Ringhorn. Buckles and brooches and rings, clasps and pins, and not only treasures but knives and buckets and scissors and spindles and spades and all the fabric of life. They're just getting rid of things at this point. They're like, just put some trash on there. Balder's horse, meanwhile, was galloped along the foreshore and worked into a steaming sweat. Then a servant plunged a short dagger into its throat. Why? The horse was fine! It gave a violent jerk and, without a sound, crumpled amongst the rack. No sooner was it dead than its body was hacked up and the pieces were thrown into Ringhorn. Why? Why did they kill that beautiful horse? Now Odin strode through the shallows and gripped, and gripped the gunwale. He climbed into the boat and stood over the body of his dead son. For some time he gazed at him. Slowly he took off his arm ring, dropped near the gold ring that dropped eight rings of equal value on every ninth night and slipped it onto Baldur's arm. Then Odin bent down and put his mouth to Baldur's ear. Again he gazed at his son and then left Ringhorn. At a sign from Odin, a servant stepped forward with a lighted brand. He set a fire to the pyre, and at once the steady plume of smoke, twisting and spiraling, rose into the calm air. It smelled like delicious horse meat, yeah. and everyone got hungry. Thor raised his hammer. Slowly and solemnly he intoned the magic words to hallow the cremation. Then, a dwarf called Lit, who had lost all interest in the proceedings, came running along the water's edge. He passed right in front of Thor. Lit! And, and Thor, so enraged that he put a foot out and tripped him. Before Lit had time to pick himself up, Thor gave him a terrible kick. The dwarf threw, f flew through the air and landed right on the licking and curdling pyre. In this way, he was burned to death alongside Balder. Wow! That's insane! <laughs> I love that part. The, the Thor got mad and just kicked him. He's like, ah! And then he lit him on him, fire. Tripped him and then kicked him into the fire. Oh, man. He punched him like a football. All right. So, meanwhile... Meanwhile... Hermid rode nine knights towards hell. Yeah. He has right? got to go down there to see if they can get Baldur back. Except, if you're going to get him back, does he not need a body? Well, they had to do the cremation and hallow it so that his spirit would go to Niflheim. Okay. Uh, Hermit rode nine nights towards hell. He crossed a bridge. This part, I literally was like, this full page right here that I'm showing you, Yeah, I'm gonna put in two sentences because it is a pointless section. Okay, great. I was very mad. He crossed a bridge with a maiden. It's a boring, useless part. She just tells him hell is still further and he continues forward. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I hear like part of his adventures. It's like... like such a long part of the book. Great. Uh, he reached the gates of Eliundir, Hell's Hall. Sleepnir jumped the gate like Epona. I yeah, that's how I wrote. He reached the gates. They're closed. They're really tall. Sleepnir ran real fast and jumped over him. He went into the hall among the countless dead that are in the hall. Yeah. Uh, Hell's face and body were those of a living woman, but her thighs and legs were those of a corpse, mottled and moldering. She crept towards the god, looking gloomy and grim. Party at the top, dead and moldy at the yeah. bottom. Hermit greeted Hell and told her of the grief of the gods. He said all Asgard was caught in a tearfall and a storm of sorrow. He wove his words with care and love and asked Hell if she would agree to let Balder ride home with him. Hell thought for a while, and her expression did not change. I'm not so sure, she said at last, that Balder is much loved, as people say. Mm. She waited for Hermit to reply, and he said nothing. However, said Hell, it can be put to the test. She spoke as slowly as Ganglati and Ganglot, her aged servants, moved. So slowly that her words were only like punctuations between her silences. Oh, interesting. If everything in the nine worlds, dead and alive, weeps for Balder, he declared, let him return to Asgard. But if anything demurs, if even one thing will not weep, Balder must remain in Niflheim. So send his mom out to go talk to everybody and again. And with these words, Hel then slowly turned away from Hermod. 
Balder and Nana then lead Hermit out of Eliandir. Like uh-huh. they show up and they're like, "Hey man, like let's take we're going to take you back to the gate." Um, they gave him gifts for Odin and Frigg. Uh, Balder gives that ring back, that arm ring that drops rings every ninth night. Yeah. Uh, In fact, you maybe should not have got rid of that. Right, and he, like, gave it right back. In hindsight, Uh, that was pretty good. And, um, uh, Nana gives a, uh, linen for, like, a fancy headdress for Frigg. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Is this his reward for doing this? He's giving them to, um, Hermit to take back to Odin and Frigg. Got it. Uh, he returned to Gladsheim and told everyone uh, what they have to do. So all of the Aesir all went out to speak to everything. They went to all the nine worlds and they got everyone to weep for Balder. Everything to weep for Balder. To try to like weep him out of hell, it says. They had to talk to the land serpents, the air serpents, the sea serpents. The trees, the rocks, the fire. The- Cancer! Eight. Literally everything on the list that they went through to get to swear before, it says they went back through and got them to weep. Okay. Okay. Uh, fire wept, iron and every other metal wept, all the stones wept, earth wept, the trees wept, every kind of illness wept, the animals, all the birds, every kind of poisonous plant wept. I want to wet myself right now hearing this. And so did every sidling snake. All the snakes! I knew those serpents <laughs> were there! Just as these things weep when they are covered with rime and begin to thaw again. The gods' messengers were making their way back to Asgard, and they all felt they had overlooked nothing. Then they came across a giantess sitting in a cave. What is your name? asked one. Thok, said the giantess. Then the messengers explained their mission and asked Thok to weep as all things had wept. Weep and weep, Balder out of hell. The giantess glowered at the messengers, and then she answered sourly, I weep for no man. Thok will weep dry tears over Balder's funeral. I never cared for the old man's son, alive or dead. Uh, I have no use for him. Uh, Let hell hold what she has. Uh, Despite the messenger's prayers and entreaties, Thok refused to say another word. She would not recant. She would not weep. Just murder her then! Then the messengers left her. They mournfully crossed Bifrost, and what they had to say was clear from the manner of their coming. The gods and goddesses ached. They felt old and confused and unable and weary, and not one of them doubted that Thok, the giantess in the cave, was also Loki. Oh! Fucking the end! They got fucked by a huge Thok! Yeah. Why? Why? That's awful. Yeah. Wow. All right, it is time for another mini lessons. <laughs> I mean, you probably won't play that. You'll probably just play the drop. No, just do them both. Do right. both back It's time for another mini lessons. Lessons. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean. Yeah. I, I mean. I guess. Uh, okay. A lesson I learned. That's a really sad story. Yeah. And why did, why wouldn't Loki, because he just was mad at him to begin with? Think about all the shit that he's stirring up. Why couldn't he say that as Loki, though? Why did he have to do it as this, like, pretend woman? This Great pre- question. Maybe, I- maybe they wouldn't have bothered asking him. Maybe, maybe as Loki, he did weep to try to, like, fit in with everyone else. But if he wept, wouldn't that negate this? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't, this is another mini lesson. I feel like there's a lot here. Um, lesson, don't mess with a emotional Thor. Yeah. Just get out of his way. Yeah. He's going to punch you like a fucking rag doll if you get in his way. <laughs> um, I, I, I think a good lesson to learn is you can, if you speak with people, you can maybe persuade them to your point. Maybe. 99% of everything was on their side. Yeah, and the only reason Mistletoe didn't was because it was too young for them to bother. Right. Um, 
and I learned uh, a good lesson is never trust mistletoe. Yeah. If you eat it, it kills you. If you stand under it, you kiss people. It's going to ruin your marriage. Get away from mistletoe. <laughs> yep. Just get away from it. Perfect lessons. Great. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for, for Ragnarok. For the, next, for the next pair. Now, these are going to be a little shorter. Um, Fuck yeah. For the most part, but... Here we go. Okay. Uh, what oh, is the... Uh, I'm sorry. There's actually... The couplet of... Oh, is there a mini... Is there another mini there's one? There's three mini parts to this. Oh, great. Um, but they are the, all together about the same size. Okay. Uh, all right. So... Part A, Alvin. I'm going to say... I'm going to do Simon. this one as a pair, and then we'll just do... The last one is Ragnarok. We always do Theodore by himself. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be Loki's flighting and the binding of Loki. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... Loki is now in trouble with the gods because of what he's done. So he tries to like get out of there. He like they like have a big run around or something like that. They eventually get him. They tie him up and he will be tied up until the end of days. Like he's in so much trouble. He's never going to get out of there. Also, there is a talking wildebeest. Great. Okay. All right. So Sometime after Baldur's death. Yes. Okay? Everyone is aware of this. Everyone is upset. This is still fresh in everyone's but, mind. But, like, some time has passed. Like, okay. Kind of, like, life is starting to move on. Boo-hoo, Baldur's dead. But, like, we have to move on. Winter right? has come. Summer has come. Yeah. Fall has come. All the gods, except Thor. He was off in Jotunheim doing regular Thor versus giant stuff. Yeah, punting, punting uh, dwarves yeah. and stuff like that. So, all the other giants went to um, the island of... Hlesi, H-L-E-S-Y. Yeah, okay. For a feast, they were received by Aegir, who I guess is the lord of that isle. Yeah. Um, Loki was there. Um, he was upset that there was so much goodwill in the room, especially aimed at Aegir's uh, servants. Mm. There, he had two servants that were like waiting on everyone, and everything was great, and everyone was in good spirits. and, and everyone. This is a large crowd, and if there's only two people, they better get a good tip. Well, and in particular, everyone is like, and everyone is like, these servants are great. We love these guys. These are the best servants around. Also, their names were Fimifang the Swift Handler. Okay. And Eldir the Man of Fire. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those are the servants. I know. Those are crazy names. So, I also thought Denzel Washington was the man on fire. <laughs> so Loki was upset that there's so much goodwill, so he grabbed his knife, leapt up, and stabbed Fimifang the Swift Handler to death. God damn it, Loki! You ruined everything! <laughs> yes. Everyone clamored and drove him out of the hall... And then resumed drinking. Oh, man! <laughs> okay. They drove him away. Loki came back, ambushed the other servant outside the door. What is the fucking matter with Loki? And came back in. Okay. So he killed Denzel Washington. He didn't kill the second one. He actually just, like, made him tell him, like, what's going on in there? What are they talking about? And he's like, oh, they're all comparing weapons and whatever. They're talking about how you murdered Swifty over there. Nah, they're, they're, yeah, well, they aren't even talking about that. They're just comparing weapons. Man, the gods are... Awful and good at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but then he goes inside. When the feasters saw who had come in, they all stopped drinking and stopped talking. Loki faced the barrier of silence. He sidled to the middle of the great hall. For, also, this whole scene is wonderful. I think you'll like it. Okay. Here's the Sky Traveler, and he's rather thirsty, he announced dryly. It's a long journey to Ager's Hall. Would one of the gods care to bring me a cup of shining ale? This is Loki speaking yep. to the crowd. Fuck you, Loki. Loki stood motionless. His head swiveled as he surveyed the, gather the gathering ranged all around him. Why are you all so silent, you dismal gang of gods? Haven't you one word between you? Either make room and give me a place at this feast, or else, I'm un or else tell me I'm unwelcome. 
Braggy was never a loss for words. He, <laughs> oh, Braggy! He called out, The gods will no longer make room and give you place amongst them. You're not the kind of company they want at a feast. Oh. Loki ignored Braggy altogether and addressed himself to the High One. Remember, Odin, how long ago we mixed our blood in brotherhood. You swore then that you would only drink if a drink were brought to us both. Move up then, Vidar, said Odin, turning to his son. Make room for the wolf's father at this feast. We don't want any more of Loki's troublemaking here in Aegir's Hall. Mm. Vidar got up, poured him a cup of ale, and handed it to Loki. Uh, then Loki looked around him, and anyone who was close enough to him could see his spiteful expression. Greetings, gods, goddesses, greetings! I greet all this holy evening, all but one. Braggy slumped on the bench over here. <laughs> I called out Braggy. Braggy shook his head. If only you'll keep your rancor to yourself and spare yourself the fury of the gods, I'll give you a horse out of my own horde. I'll give you a sword, and what's more, I'll give you a ring. Braggy the bragger, said Loki. <laughs> oh, Braggy the bragger. You've never had a horse or a ring to your name, and you never will have. Of all the gods and elves in this hall, you're the greatest coward. When arrows are loosed, you barely dare peep from behind your shield. If I were outside, said Braggy evenly, and not sitting here in Aegir's Hall, I'd twist your head off your miserable body. Let's go fight time! That would be a fair price for your lies. If only your actions matched up to your big mouth, Loki retorted. Look at Braggy, sitting on the bench as sweet and soft as any bride. If you feel so angry, why don't you get up and fight? Heroes don't waste words mapping things out. Then Idun turned to face her husband. Braggy, I beg you, think of us and our children and all the gods. Leave Loki alone. I like that wife. She is... Listen, he's got things at home. Don't fuck this up. Enough, Idun, shouted Loki. I know no woman as wanton as you. What an appetite. You even wound your white arms about, uh, about your brother's murderer. Despite Loki's withering abuse, Idun did not lose her composure. I will not exchange insults with Loki here in Aegir's Hall. All this ale has made Braggy talkative, and I've told him to keep his temper. Then the goddess Gifon, Gephion added, Why do these two gods bandy jibes and sneers? Everyone knows how Loki revels in foul mockery and hates the gods in Asgard. Enough, Gephion, shouted Loki. So I'm going to let you know right now, this is the part where Loki just lets everyone know what he thinks of them. Ooh, you're not supposed to do that, Loki. You can't let your inside <laughs> thoughts become outside thoughts. Enough, Gephian, shouted Loki. Yeah, shut up, David Gephian. I know a thing or two about you. I even know who seduced you. <gasps> that boy offered you a sparkling necklace and you, you straddled him. Oh, she was on top. Loki, you're mad to incense Gephian, Odin called out. You've lost your senses. She'll ride you till you die. She can see all that is to come as clearly as I can. I'm about to come. That's how she can see it. Enough, Odin, shouted Loki. You never could be even-handed. You've often let the weaker man snatch victory in battle. I may have let the weaker man snatch victory in battle, Odin replied. You lived under the earth for eight winters in the shape of a woman, a milkmaid. Yes, you've borne babies and been milked by them. A Ooh, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I think there's another story where Loki did that. He just got, like, had a bunch, just got <laughs> fucked all the time. He was, he was, he was a woman. Loki has been, like, a woman many times. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Um, they say that on Sansi, you once worked charms and spells like a witch, replied Loki. They say you moved amongst men in the shape of a witch, a woman, through and through. Now Odin's wife, Frigg, tried to restore the peace. You would both do better to keep those things to yourselves. Let's not talk said. about Loki's slept. Okay, we get There's it. There's nothing to be gained from raking up what's best forgotten. Yeah, we don't want to think about that. Loki doesn't want to think and about that. And of course, that. like... Every time someone speaks up, Loki then turns to her. Ooh. Enough, Frigg. 
You're Freyorn's daughter, and you were born a whore. Oh! You may be Odin's wife, but you've shared your bed with his brothers, Vili and V, into the bargain. You're not supposed to say family trauma out loud! If I had a son, said Frigg, a son such as Baldur sitting beside me in Aegir's Hall, you would not get away without a fight. Don't talk about Baldur, he's dead! Well, that's Frigg saying, like, if he was here. I know, but just don't talk about it! It's ah, too... Frigg, said Loki scathingly. I can see you'd like to know more about my skills. It was I who fixed things so that you'll never welcome Baldur home. Oh! He told them! Freja rounded on Loki, her eyes blazing. Loki, you are mad to boast about your terrible crime. There is nothing Frigg does not know, even though she may remain silent. Enough, Freja, shouted Loki. I know you through and through, and you're not wholly spotless. You've slept with every single god and elf gathered in this hall. Oh, shit! Your mouth is full of lies, said Freja. First it's of all, full of something. First of all, whatever. Let's not slut shame. Let's yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say, he is slut shaming. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Did everybody bashful? They're like, "Hey, well, we all Eskimo brothers." Hey, hey. And that's the point where at least a couple of people were like, "What? You too? You oh, too? Shit. Watch it. <laughs> Uh, and you're spelling out your own doom. You'll leave here wishing you'd never bothered to come. Enough, Freja. You're a foul witch with a string of evil works to your name. The bright gods caught you in bed with your own brother, and then, Freja, you farted. Oh, shit! <laughs> she got caught and then she blasted ass all over the place. They were like, what's going on in there? Oh, no! Ready? Njord raised his voice in defense of the goddesses and against Loki. It was a silent but deadly <laughs> fart! A woman lies with her husband, or lover, or both. Does it really matter much in the end? There you go. It's far worse to clap eyes on this womanish god who has born babies. Enough, Njord, shouted Loki. You were sent from the east and given to the gods as a hostage. Himir's daughter squatted over you and pissed straight into your mouth. Holy shit! <laughs> Loki's just been watching all these people fuck. He knows everyone's dirty secrets. This is like that episode of, like, Big Brother or, uh... You know when they, like, just finally, like... All go at it like yeah, yeah. Everything is, erupts. Yeah, this is the part. This is like uh, week nine of the summer, and okay, everyone's yeah. done. Yeah. So yeah, piss straight into your mouth. Here we go. Loki's uh, <laughs> not gonna get hoh this week. The journey was long, said Njord, but it was a great honor to be given to the gods as a hostage, and I fathered a son who was well loved and highest of those on high. She didn't pee on me. I let her pee on me. That's too much, Njord, said Loki. I'll cap your absurd boast and share your secret. You spawned your fair son with your own sister. So at least you knew what to expect. Oh, no. Man, everyone's incest getting yeah. thrown out right in the public. Then Tyr spoke up in support of Njord's son. Freyr, he called out, is the noblest of all the brave gods. He doesn't trifle with virgins or seduce other men's wives. And he frees bound men from their fetters. Enough, Tyr, said Loki. Who's going to go after Tyr now? Do you remember the thing about Tyr? No. Uh, he, he rolls down your face sometimes. He is the one who sacrificed his hand so that they could bind Fenrir the wolf. Oh, way Remember? early on. Way early yeah, on. Yeah, that big-ass wolf. That is Loki's son. Oh. Remember? So they already got beef. Enough, Tyr, shouted Loki. You've never been much of a hand at bringing two parties to an understanding. Oh, hot damn, that he was... smiled wickedly. Yeah. Need I remind you how you lost your right one when Fenrir snapped it off? Yep, 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 yep. We remember. I lost a hand, but you lost Hradvitnir, the mighty wolf. We were both hapless, and now, in his fetters, Fenrir must chafe and wait until the world's end. Enough, Tyr, said Loki again. Your good wife was lucky enough to be the mother of my son. And were you paid one penny, you poor fool, by way of recompense? 
The wolf, cried Freyr, will lie in chains at the mouth of the river until gods meet their doom. And unless you bite on your tongue, you lie smith, you'll be chained up too. A smith of lies. You're the one who brought Gimir's daughter with bought Gimir's daughter with gold, retorted Loki, and sold your sword into the bargain. You poor fool. When the sons of Muspel ride through Mirkwood, you'll have to await them empty handed. Freyr's servant, Bigvir, was enraged in the way Loki insulted his master. If I were as nobly born as Freyr, he said, and sat in so high a seat, I'd grab this ghastly crow and beat his bones to a pulp. Who's that little creature? asked Loki. Loki, you're just going after the whole room! Yeah, you're always whispering in Freyr's ear or quibbling by the quern. I am Barley Bigvir, said Freyr's servant, and I, I imagine him with that name. He's a hobbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely a Tolkien creation. You've never been able to give men their due portion of meat. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I skipped a bit. I'm Barley Bigvir, and I'm quick to get my way, as gods and men allow. To see all father's sons gathered to drink ale fills me with delight. Enough, Bigvir, shouted Loki. You've never been able to give men their due portion of meat. And when heroes made ready to fight, no one could find you. Because you you're so tiny. You were hiding under the straw strewn on the floor. Ooh, dirty straw. You're drunk, Loki, called Heimdall. Hell yeah, he's drunk. Your jabs and jibes are insane. Loki, why not leave off now? No one in his cups cares about curbing his tongue. Enough, Heimdall. Oh, boy. It was settled long ago that your life should be menial. You can never sleep or even sit down. Day and night you stand awake, the watchman of the gods. You're as quick as they come, Loki, said Scatty. But you won't be at large twirling your tail much longer. The gods will bind you to a boulder with a gut ripped out of your ice-cold sun. Fuck yeah. Even if the gods bind me to a boulder with gut ripped out of my ice-cold sun, I led the way when we killed and captured your father, the giant Theazi, said oh, Loki. Oh boy. If you led the way when the gods captured and killed Theazi, Scotty said, my hall and my temples will always echo with curses on your name. Loki's mouth twisted and his eyes shone orange and green. Ooh. You spoke so much more sweetly to Laufey's son when you invited him into your bed. That's well worth a mention, since we're both giving our weaknesses an airing. Gay sex! He's talking about his gay sex he has! Uh, no, he's talking, uh, he, but he's talking to Scotty, who's a, a female giantess. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought, oh, okay, I just confused her with another Scotty. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Thor's wife, Sif, stood up. Remember, Thor is not here. Right, he is gone. Thor's wife, Sif, stood up. She left her place at the bench and stepped towards Loki. She gently took a cup out of his clenched right fist and filled it again with ale. Greetings, Loki, she said in her sweet, clear voice. Take this crystal cup brimming with fine ale. At least allow you find, uh, at least allow you find me, alone amongst all, wholly guiltless. Loki took the cup, raised and drained it in one movement. You huge slut. <laughs> You'd certainly stand alone if you were as chaste with all men as you are with most. But I think I know one who inveigled you out of your husband's arms and set you. you out on and set you on fire. His name was Crafty Loki. Dun, dun, dun. Loki was the one who did it with her. Mm -hmm. Oh, she didn't know. She thought it was just a uh, woods boy. Um, Freyr's second servant, Bela, raised her voice in Aegis Hall. The mountains are quaking. That can only mean one thing. Thor is on his way here from Bilskirnir. He'll silence the uh, the one in this hall who slanders and sneers at gods and men alike. Enough, Bela. Oh, jeez Louise. You are Big Veer's wife, and you're poisonous through and through. It's a scandal that you mix with the gods at all, caked with your own excrement. Oh, poopy. Loki was so carried away by his flight of words that he did not see that Thor had walked into Aegir's hall. The god of thunder waited until Loki had had his say, and then stepped forward and crashed his fist onto a trestle table so that the crystal cups leaped into the air. 
Hold your tongue, you scum, he roared, or my hammer Mjolnir will shut your mouth. I'll swipe your shoulder stone off your neck, and that will be the end of you. Do it, Thor. Do I'll, it. I love the idea of calling someone's head their shoulder stone. Yeah, it's a great name. Look, everyone, cried Loki, unabashed. Here's the son of Earth. What a blustering bully you are, Thor. But you'll be less fierce when you grapple with Fenrir and see him gulp down Odin, the father of victory. Hold your tongue, scum, or my hammer Mjolnir will shut your mouth. He just says it again. Yeah, yeah, he means uh, what he says. I'll pick you up and hurl you into the east, and no one will have to set eyes on you again. If I were you, Thor, said Loki, I wouldn't say too much about your own journey east. You coward in the thumb of a glove, you noble god. You quite forgot your name was Thor. Hold your tongue, or my hammer will shut your mouth. Uh, I'll raise my right hand, and what smashed Hrungnir will smash your bones, too. For all your threats with your hammer, said Loki, I fancy I have a long life before me. Do you remember the giant Skimir's bag and how unyielding those straps were? You were unable to get provisions and felt quite faint with hunger. Hold your tongue, you scum, roared Thor. What smashed Hrungnir will dispatch you to hell, right down to the doors of the dead? The god of thunder gripped Mjolnir menacingly. Loki raised one hand and shook his head. I've shown the gods and sons of gods the sharp edge of my thoughts, but because of you and you alone... I think I'll take my leave now. I know all about your strength. Loki paused and looked defiantly around him and then addressed himself to his host. You've brewed fine ale, Aegir, but you'll never hold another feast such as this. Flickering flames will gorge on this hall and gut it and destroy everything you own. Your body will be flayed by fire. Loki turned and was gone and his terrible words still echoed around the walls. For a long time, the gods and goddesses and elves stared into their ale, shaken and grieving. In silence they sat... And in silence, they rose and left Aegir's Hall. The end of that part. Whoa. Fucking Loki just went off. He went off on everybody. Everybody. Because they were too happy? Like, he didn't like, like, just like... They were too happy, so he killed that servant. And then he came, when he came back, they, like, chased him out. And when he came back... They he, ignored him. He just started shit. They all, they all looked at him silently and were kind of like, the fuck are you doing back here? And he's like, who's going to give me a drink? And they're like, we don't want to. Right? And, and then, then just and then he pulled an old like Odin, we're blood brothers. You gotta let me party with you guys. And then just from that moment, the room, just goes around the room and airs everybody's dirty laundry. Uh -huh. You're fat. You're ugly. You farted. You fucked your brother. I had sex with you. Like yeah, yeah. yeah so no one knew about that. Yeah, but like he Sid, knew about Sid, that. You're the you're the fairest of all the goddesses. You're Thor's wife, and you're chased with everyone. You've never cheated on Thor except with me. Ooh, right. Do you think he tricked her? I think like, so. I, okay. bet, I bet he did. He probably shapeshifted to look like Thor or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I, th I think he does that all the time, yeah. which is why he like knows all this shit. Yeah. Um, lesson. Mini lesson. Yeah. Little tiny lesson. Yeah. Keep your inside thoughts on your inside. Keep it secret. <laughs> keep it safe. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, what's the... I, all right. I, that, that's a crazy scene. Yeah. Just him going around the room yeah. and like... I don't know that there are many lessons to be learned here in this one. I... Hold your tongue, I guess, or or stand by your words. Wow. Yeah. That's... I'm speechless. So that was part one of that pair. Now we're moving to a much shorter one. The Binding of Loki. Yeah, he fucking told everybody off, and now they're going to get their revenge yeah. on him. So this one starts by letting you know that Loki knew his time in Asgard had come to an end. How did he fucking know? <laughs> he ran to the deserted part of Midgard in the mountains. He built a low home with four doors. A, a home low enough that, like, you wouldn't... 
see it until you can He built a bunker. Yeah. He built like a like a night a World War II bunker. With four doors so he could look out in every direction. Yeah, so he could get the fuck out of there when they come to kill him. He also still didn't feel safe. He knew it'd only be a matter of when, not if, they came looking for him. Yeah. So he decided it'd also be good if he were in disguise. So he became during the daytime a salmon and swam around in the river. Yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> okay. One evening he sat by the fire playing with twine and he was kind of twirling it together and he ended up making it into like a mesh, like a net. And it was a really dope net. And he was like, huh, I'm really good at this shit. I'm probably pretty good at twine. And then he heard a commotion of the gods approaching, looking for him. Yeah, like horses and chariots and walking. So he went, oh shit. And he threw the net in the fire, turned into a salmon, and jumped in the river. Okay. Okay. Kvasir. Yeah, Kvasir. We haven't talked about since like the first or second episode. I love to drink with him. He was the wisest of the gods since Baldir died. He turned himself into a fish. That's what I would do. I'm very wise. He saw the net and said... This is some device to catch fish. Let us catch a fish. Oh, he knew! <laughs> yeah. He then, they all made him a net, and in the morning they went in to drag this lake. It wasn't a river that he was in, it was like a lake, right? Um, Loki found a safe spot, like, in this, like, sluice of rocks, mm-hmm. so that he could kind of crunch in there, and the net would only scrape his back. Okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So he's, he's, like, on flat on the bottom. Yeah, they're, like, trying to, like, drag the, the lake, right? Um, the gods didn't catch anything, but they were sure that they felt something alive in the lake. Like, yeah. oh, we hit something, but it wasn't there. So, Kavasir put weights at the bottom of the net. Can the other gods not shapeshift the way Loki does? Correct. He's oh. the shape changer. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, they put weights in the net, and then they almost cornered him. Like, this time it was scraping along the bottom, so it was going to get him. And they almost cornered Loki to these, like, shallows where he'd have to, like, try to, like, jump across to the sea, but he's figuring, oh, they'll probably catch me if I try to do that. Um... So they almost corner him there, and so then he's like, oh, I'm going to try this. And he jumped with all of his might over the net as they... Like Free Willy! Yes. So they're like, fuck, we know he's here. We saw him jump over it, but we couldn't catch him. Okay. So like, how do we get it? So then Kavasir came up with how to get him. How did he get him? Now the gods began to dr- drag the, rake, uh, the river for a third time. And as before, Loki... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Kavasir had the idea to split into two groups, one on either side, with Thor standing in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as before, Loki swam downstream some way in front of them. He knew that only two choices were open, to squirm and jump across the long stretch of shallows into the sea, or to turn and leap over the dragnet again. He thought they might catch him before he reached the deep, so he turned and arched his back into a rainbow and sprang into the air. The salmon flashed in the sunlight and jumped clear of the net. Then Thor groped and clutched at it, and the salmon slithered through his hands. Thor held on and tightened his grip. He squeezed and stayed the slippery salmon by its tail. It writhed and twisted, but it could not escape. Loki was caught, and at last, he knew it. Yeah, he knows what's gonna happen. After Baldur's death, not one of the gods would stain Gladsheim by spilling Loki's blood. Uh, But there was nothing holy about the barren ground of Midgard, and they were all eager to take vengeance. While Thor had uh, one group of gods led Loki into a twilight cave... A dismal cavern belonging to bats and ticking with the drips of water from stalactites. The other party went off in pursuit of Loki's two sons, Valley and Narvi. They changed Valley into a wolf, and at once he leapt at his brother and sunk his teeth into his throat. It makes sense. This is a twilight cave. Bella should be nearby as well. He ripped Narvi's body apart before bounding away, howling towards Jotunheim. The gods took over where Valley left off. They drew out Narvi's entrails and made their way to the cave. Loki's faithful wife, Sigyn, went with them sorrowing over the fate of her two sons and the fate of her husband. 
Loki was thrown to the ground. He lay still, looked at nobody, and said nothing. Then the gods took three slabs of rock, stood them on end, and bored a hole through them. They stretched Loki over them, unwound Narvi's entrails, and bound him with the gut of his own son as no one had ever been bound before. Ooh, that is awful. They trust Loki's shoulders to one slab, twisting the gut round his body under his armpits, strapped his loins to one slab, winding the gut around his hips. They clamped Loki's kneecaps to one slab, tying the gut around his legs. And no sooner was Loki bound than the entrails of his son became hard as iron. Whoa. Then Skadi carried a vile snake into the cave, fastened it to a stalactite high up in the darkness so that its venom would drip straight onto Loki's face. For all his wiles and wit, there was nothing Loki could do. He lay still, looked at nobody, and said nothing. Then the gods left Loki there, no longer flushed, but heavy-hearted and sorrowing that they left him to his fate and to faithful Sigyn. Sigyn and Loki wait in the damp twilight cave, listening to the eerie echoes of each drip, the sound of silence, the sound of their own breathing. Sigyn holds a wooden bowl over Loki's face and slowly fills it with the snake's venom. When it is brimming, Sigyn carries the bowl away and empties it into a rock basin, a fermenting pool of poison. Loki is left unguarded. He screws up his eyes. The snake does not wait. Its venom splashes onto Loki's face, and in torment he shudders and writhes. He cannot escape, and the whole earth quakes. Loki lies bound, and that is how things are and how things will remain until Ragnarok. Whoa. <laughs> It's hardcore. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, there's no... A lot of these stories have been very violent and very, like, whatever, but, like, these last few get really hardcore. Yeah, they bound him with the entrails of his son. Yep. Yeah, I guess uh, the lesson there is there's consequences to your actions. Yeah. Right? Like... Yeah. Like, you... What goes around, it will eventually come around. And you know, like, after that, like, everyone's looking at their stuff and everyone went home and then they were like... We were not let this stand, right? Yeah. Like they all, yeah. And then they got the new smartest guy, and also, hey, good job of that guy for proving his worth. Like oh, yeah. very, like very. I bet he's a fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy <laughs> tipped his hat real, and he'll be there until basically the end of days. Until and his wife, up. and his wife is there too. Yeah, his very faithful wife. Remember we we had mentioned her before. Like yeah, he yeah, cheated yeah, yeah, on her before. Yeah, but, but she was like, nah, that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, and that brings us. This has been a long episode, but we're gonna keep going. That okay. brings us to. Ragnarok. Okay, here we go. Here it is. Any Prediction. uh, predictions? Yeah, it's the end of times. The you, fucking Thor's gonna fight uh, a big fiery demon, and uh, uh, Kate Blanchett ruins everything. Okay, all right. And there's a talking seagull. Great. Um, I do want to point out. I talked to you a little about this a little bit beforehand. Yeah. In particular, this story is written differently. Like, okay. It sounds. Just, like, the way that is worded and, uh, like, even in, like, the tense of it. Like, all of the past stories have been past tense. Um, This one is, like, both past and future tense. I wonder why. It's really weird. Um, There's a theory out there that says that Ragnarok wasn't of the original myths and that it was written later by, like, other cultures trying to kind of co-opt it or shift it. Like, post-Christian, like, how Christians took Christmas or whatever. Like, kind of one of those things. Ooh, okay. I don't know how true that is. It's kind of hard to say because there's no real written record. Right, this is, It's possible that the Ragnarok story did exist, but it wasn't written down until way later. Mm. And by then it had shifted. Who knows? Ooh, who knows? But this is it as we know it. Okay. An axe age, a sword age. Shields will be gashed. There will be a wind age and a wolf age before the world is wrecked. First, Do we know what age we're in right now? No. Okay, okay. I, that makes me super nervous, FYI. First of all, Midgard will be wrenched and racked by wars for three winters. 
Sounds about right. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fathers will... Three years. So <laughs> three full years of war. Fathers will slaughter sons. Brothers uh, will be drenched in one another's blood. Mothers will desert their menfolk and seduce their own sons. Ooh. Brothers will bed with sisters. These are the worst parts of the Bible. These are all the worst stuff. Then Fimbulvetter, the winter of winters, will grip and throttle Midgard. Driving snow clouds will converge from north and south and east and west. Winter is coming, David. There will be bitter frosts, biting winds. The shining sun will be helpless. Three such winters will follow each other with no summers between them. Okay. So the end will begin. Then the children of the old giantess in Ironwood will have their say. The wolf Skull will seize the sun between his jaws and swallow her. He will spatter Asgard with gore, and his brother Hattie will catch the moon and mangle him. So it's all dark outside because the there's no sun? The stars will vanish from the sky. The earth will start to shudder then. Great trees will sway and topple. Mountains will shake and rock and come crashing down. And every bond and fetter will burst. Fenrir, the wolf, will be free. Yeah, and he will be fucking angry. Egther, watchman of the giants will sit on his grave mound and strum his harp smiling grimly. Nothing escapes the red cock Fjallar. He will crow to the giants from Birdwood. At the same time, the cock who wakes the warriors every day in Valhalla, golden-combed Gullen Camby, will crow to the gods. A third cock, Rust Red, will raise the dead in hell. There's so many cocks going around. So many armies are currently raising. Oh, right. Ar- yeah, 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 yeah. The giants and the gods and the dead and, yeah. The dead army is the fucking worst army because there's a lot of them. It's the White Walkers. Yeah. The sea will rear up and waves will pummel ashore because Jormungand, the Midgard serpent, is twisting and writhing in fury. The sea serpent! The one that stretches all the way around Midgard. It's not happy! Working his, uh, writhing in fury, working his way onto dry land. And in those high seas, Nagalfar will break loose, the ship made from dead men's nails. The bows and the waist and the stern and the hold will be packed with giants, and Krim will stand at the helm, heading towards the plain Vigrid. Loki, too, free from his fetters, will take to the water. He will set sail towards Vigrid from the north, and his dead weight will be all that ghastly crew in hell. So he is with the bad... another The army against uh, Asgard, and is going to go get his revenge now. Then the brothers Fenrir and Jormungand, the wolf and the serpent will move forward side by side. Fenrir's slavering mouth will gape wide open, so wide his lower jaw scrapes against the ground and his upper jaw presses against the sky. Wow! It would gape wider still if there were more room. Flames will dance in Fenrir's eyes and leap from his nostrils. With each breath, meanwhile, Jormungand will spew venom. All the earth and sky will be splashed and stained with his poison. The world will be an uproar, the air quaking with booms and blares and their echoes. Then the sons of Muspel will advance from the south, Muspel being that fireland. I don't have any jokes when we're talking about the end of all things. It's so heavy. And tear the sky itself as they too close in on Vigrid. Surt will lead them. Surt is the character Surter from Thor Ragnarok, the big fire guy with the big old sword. Yeah. That's Surt. We talked about him back in episode one. That's right. Um, he will lead them, his sword blazing like the sun itself. And as they cross Bifrost, the rainbow bridge will crack and break under them. So all the giants and the inmates of Hell and Fenrir and Jormungand and Surt and the blazing sons of Muspel will gather on Vigrid and they will all but fill that plain that stretches 120 leagues in every direction. Wow. Okay, so this is the this is the this is the end of days. The battle yeah. of all battles. Yeah. Everyone is gathered. And their it's uh, 120 leagues. A league is like three point something miles. So this is like a 500 square mile battlefield. Yeah. The gods, meanwhile, will not be idle. Heimdall will leave his hall, him and Bjorg, and raise the great horn Gjall to his mouth. 
He will sound such a blast that it will be heard through the nine worlds. All gods will take will wake at once and meet in council. Then Odin will mount Sleipnir and gallop to Mimir's spring and take advice from Mimir there. Uh, interesting, the similarity of horns ringing in the end of days. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. hears that. What's that? Oh no, the gods! Oh yeah. And we haven't even gotten there in the Bible yet. I know, I know. Yggdrasil itself will moan. The world tree will moan. The ash that always was and waves over all that is. Its leaves will tremble, its limbs shiver and shake, even as two humans take refuge within it. Which is an important thing, remember that. Two humans, during these end times, will take refuge inside the world tree. Okay. Just two of them. Put a pin in that. Everything in heaven and in earth and hell will quiver. Then all the Aesir and all the Einherjar in Valhalla, which are those dead warriors mm-hmm. that get up every day, will arm themselves. They will don their helmets and their coats of mail, grasp their swords and spears and shields. 800 fighting men will forge through each of the halls 540 doors. That vast host will march towards Vigrid and Odin will ride at their head, wearing a golden helmet and shining corslet, brandishing Gungnir, the spear that won't miss. Okay. Odin will make straight for the wolf Fenrir, and Thor, right beside him, will be unable to help because Jormungand will at once attack him. Freyr will fight the fire giant, Surt, and when Surt whirls his flaming blade, Freyr will rue the day that he gave his own good sword to his servant, Skirnir. Remember that story? We yeah, were... everything is coming to bite them in the ass. It will be a long struggle, though, before Freyr succumbs. The hound Garm from Gnapel here will... Oh, man. Gnipel here will leap... Ride it up on Gnipel, Gnir! Will leap at the throat of one-handed Tyr, and they will kill each other. The age-old enemies, Loki and Heimdall, will meet once more, and each will be the cause of each other's death. Remember when you said all that shit about me? Remember when I kill you, and then they kill each other? (laughs) Thor, son of Earth, and gaping Jormungand have met before, too, and are well-matched. They've met because he was the cat that Thor was lifting up. Oh, that's right! At Vigrid, the god will kill the serpent, but he will only be able to stagger back nine steps before he falls dead himself, poisoned by the venom Jormungand spews over him. Odin and Fenrir were the first to engage, and their fight will be fearsome. In the end, though, the wolf will seize Allfather between his jaws and swallow him, Ugh. and that will be the death of Odin, which was foretold back when Fenrir was born. Yeah. He said, this wolf will be the, the death of you. And he was like, lock that fuck up. At once, his son Vidar will stride forward and press one foot on Fenrir's bottom jaw, and the shoe he will wear has been long time in the making. It consists of all the strips and bits of leather paired off the heels and toes of new shoes since time began. That's a lot of strips! All the leftovers thrown away as gifts for the god. Then, Vidar will take hold of Fenrir's other jaw, with his foot on the bottom jaw, will take hold of Fenrir's other jaw and tear the wolf apart, so avenging his father. Can't they get Odin out of the middle now? No, he was devoured, but in a way that he's already dead. That's sort of like when King Kong uh, kills the, the T-Rex. He... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he plays with it. Then Surt will fling fire in every direction. Asgard and Midgard and Jotunheim and Niflheim will become furnaces, palaces of raging flames, swirling smoke, ashes, only ashes. The nine worlds will burn and the gods will die. The Einherjar jar will die. Men and women and children in Midgard will die. Elves and dwarves will die. Giants will die. Monsters and creatures of the underworld will die. Birds and animals will, will die. die. The sun will be dark and there will be no stars in the sky. Because the, they die. The earth will sink into the sea. Ooh, ooh, interesting, the earth, the sea, or... Okay, interesting, okay, okay. Pause. Silence. The earth will rise again out of the water. Oh, okay, it's coming back! Fair and green. Oh, okay, it's nice again! The eagle will fly over cataracts, swoop into the Let thunder... Let the eagle soar! 
perish under the crags. Corn will ripen in fields that were never sown. Vidar and Vali will still be alive. How? They will survive the fire and flood and make their way back to Idaval, the shining plain where palaces once stood. Modi and Magni, sons of Thor. Remember, we met Magni before. He was uh-huh. a little kid. Uh, will join them there, and they will inherit their father's hammer, Mjolnir. And Baldur and Hod... That's a new Thor, then! There's still a god at the helm! And Baldur and Hod will come back from the world of the dead. It will not be long before they, too, tread the new green grass on Idaval. Anir will be there as well, and he will hold the wand and foretell what is to come. The sons of Vili and Ve will make up the new number, Vili and Ve being Odin's brothers, mm-hmm. will make up the new number, the gods in heaven, home of the winds. They will sit down in the sunlight and begin to talk. Turn by turn, they will call up such memories, memories such as that are known to them alone. They will talk over many things that happened in the past, the evil of Jormungand and the wolf Fenrir, and then, amongst the waving grass, they will find golden chessboards, treasure, treasures once owned by the Aesir, and gaze at them in wonder. Many courts will rise once more, some good, some evil. The best place of all will be Gimli in heaven, a building fairer than the sun, roofed with gold. That is where the rulers will live, at peace with themselves and each other. Then there will be Brimir on Akolnir, where the ground is always warm underfoot. There will always be plenty of good drink there for those who have taste for it. And then there will be Sindri, a fine hall that stands in the dark mountains of Nidafjall, made holy of red gold. Good men will live in these places." But there will be another hall on Nastrond, the shore of corpses. That place in the underworld will be vile as it is vast. All its doors will face north. Its walls and roof will be made of wattled snakes, their heads facing inward, blowing so much poison that it runs in rivers through the hall. Oathbreakers and murderers and philanderers will wade through these rivers. Nidhogg, too, uh, the serpent that chews on the root of the world tree. Yeah. Nidhogg will outlive the fire and flood, and under Yggdrasil he will suck blood from the bodies of the dead. The two humans who hid themselves deep within Yggdrasil, some say Hodmimir's wood, another word for it, will be called Lif and Liftrasir. Surt's fire will not scorch them, it will not even touch them, and their food will be the morning dew. Through the branches, through the leaves, they will see the light come back, for before the sun is caught and eaten by the wolf's skull, she will give birth to a daughter no less fair than herself, who will follow the same sky path and light the world. Lif and Liftrasir will have children. Their children will bear children. There will be life and new life, life everywhere on Earth. That was the end, and this is the beginning. The end. Wow. I can, all I can I, all I can do is that Owen brother. Wow. wow. Well, let's see if we can so, get... So does that mean that the Earth we live in now is post all of... This all, This was all things that happened at one time, and yes. the world we live in today is yes. the shadow of them. There's like one hall left, and there's like another hall here. There like, are stories. The memories were spoken into existence, right? And the children sort of remember those right. things. Right, and they, they told all the stories of it, so that's how these myths now exist. But that cycle is now over, and now it's the new cycle of life. Right. Oof. I mean, the the only lesson I have yeah. from this yeah. is uh, Armageddon sucks. Yeah. The end of days Everybody is, dies. Everybody well, dies. Well, everybody but like four people. Yeah. Four gods and two people, and an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the Nidhogg at the bottom oh, of the, the world. Nidhogg, yeah, the yeah, it's too. like, oh, blood. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the blood of philanderers. Yeah. What a violent end. Yeah. What a... And I guess, did they believe... Did they believe that this was going to happen or that this did happen? 
like the like the, the, the people the, like, like the, the yeah when they told these stories they're like well someday this will I all... think the, the if again like the Ragnarok story seems to be coming from a lot later than the rest of the myths like yeah. in actual time so who's can who can say but I'd say if they were told around the same time I bet it would be like you'd hear all these stories you hear all these stories and then you hear Ragnarok and go oh and that's kind of that's why there's no gods today and now here's everything yeah 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 wow. Uh, Armageddon's are dark, all the death and stuff like that. And it's crazy to see all of our friends and heroes just perish away in fights. Just and... all sort of die. And I kind of like, in this one, like, each one gets, like, two sentences. And that's their send-off, you know? Yeah. To be fair, though, this is a little bit like this last season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get it, you don't like it, but it's a big battle. Everyone has to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's, uh, now there are a bunch of Norse myths that I, or like a bunch of myths in this book that I didn't really go over. A bunch of them were like poems and songs, just like describing. Do a, I look like a poemer, David? Well, like, just like describing a person or like okay. something like that, you know? So I like, I skipped all those and went to the ones that stuff happened in. I, I'm not going to say that Loki is directly involved with this, but oh, Loki, he is. He uh, is one of the, re he brings the, on most of this. The death of Balder is the event that kicks off the event. But then Balder comes back! After everything. That's so crazy. Yeah. But the death of Baldur is like literally the catalyst that kicks off all of the end time stuff. Yeah. He dreams about his death. They try to stop it. It doesn't work. Loki makes it happen. And then shit unravels from there. Yeah. And sort of the veneer of these very powerful beings. Yeah. Like all of a sudden they realize like, no, I'm not going to. Well, and it's like Baldur specifically was like the fairest, the wisest, the best, the noblest. Like the he's the goodness the goodness of the world died, and everything fell to shit. Right, but then the goodness... And it's interesting as well that there's the rebirth, and from the ashes... From the ashes comes life. Everything and comes yeah, back, yeah, yeah. and goodness comes back. Yeah. But just to weep and yeah. be sad. But also, that, goodness and evil comes back. Right, the evil hall is palaces still there of good as well. And palaces right. of evil come back, yeah. Interesting. Wow, man. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not crestfallen. I'm so happy. This just has to... I gotta sit with this. because You know was what's so crazy? I can take this book back to the library. I know. Well, thank you. Los it's Angeles literally County. been like months. I know. They would, there's some other podcasts out there that would like to do some <laughs> research <laughs> for their podcast. Wow. That's some heavy stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, an interesting, in, in all good storytelling, great full circle. And interesting, I mean, I guess whoever, if this did come after, they were very well versed in. Yeah. yeah like, it's like, sort of paid by numbers at this point. They like, were told what was going to happen. The Ragnarok story and the Loki story where he's insulting everybody. Like, is really someone just being like, oh, I gotta... I gotta... I gotta fucking... I gotta, gotta, shit. I gotta it's go like, to bed like when soon. someone comes into comics and they're like, wait, I like a new writer comes onto a book in comics and they're like, wait, I've gotta mix together what's going on in Spider-Man, Iron Man, the Avengers, the whole right. X-Men. Like, I have to put all of it together? Okay. Well, my first issue is gonna be a lot of explaining. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that's usually what happens and this was the first issue. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's some, uh... Thank you for telling me. I didn't well, know. Yet. I didn't know it was going to make me so sad. Yeah. Like, not in a sad way, but just feeling like... And we've closed the book on this chapter. Yeah, and yeah. to know that, like, uh, Thor, he just dies. Oh, yeah, Thor's dead. Odin just gets gobbled well, by a wolf. The sad one about Thor is that he beats the guy. Like, he beats the serpent. Yeah. And then dies to the poison afterwards, right? Yeah. Well, that's what poison damage does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get through it, but those, it's that... Those D.O.T. takes, oh, man. got them critical rolls on you. Yeah, dude. 
Well, listen, thank you so much for um, gobbling that down, if you will, and ingesting that. Yeah. What else What else is next on your radar? Do you know uh, where you're going to go? I've got to finish the Bible. I've got a, a, all I'll say is a French story I need to check out. Shirt. Um, that was recommended to me. Um, and then other than that, well, I'll find something. I'll find something fun. I'm super excited. Well... This is the end of days yeah. for this for this yeah. little and this what's chapter. fun is in the Bible we're going to come to the end of days soon. Like, right? Okay. Like, great. Well, this we're is... like an episode or two away from Armageddon. There. Listen, so. this is the end of days, but I feel like it's the end of days in the past, and I'm glad that we live in the new days. Yeah. Right. The happy days. Oh yeah. We're definitely in happy days. Sunday, Monday. Uh, happy days. Thank you for joining <laughs> us for another one of our happy days. I'm Michael Santel. I'm always David Miller, and we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. That's our show, thanks for coming round Don't be sad, no need to frown We'll have more stories, don't throw a fit Goodbye one and all, and we'll see you in a bit I'm ready I'm ready Are these pinky boys all for us? Yeah Oh man, let's go Yeah, we got shit to get through